Good morning. I'm Ben Rogers, and welcome to this week's episode of Trending. I hope you are having a great week. Today is all about Van Buren County. It has been an interesting two years concerning the budget for the county. Last fiscal year, 2019-2020, the county commission raised property taxes 38 cents. In this fiscal year, the county raised property taxes 45 cents. Here with me to, today to discuss what those property tax increases are funding are county commissioners and budget committee members, Will Maxwell and Henry Siemens. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, thank you for having us, Ben. Thank you for being here in studio with me. I've had several people do call-ins, but it's just a lot uh, a lot easier to, to talk to people face-to-face and get reactions, and it's just it, it just makes for a good show. Um, and I do want to preface by saying, Will, you were actually budget committee chairman. Yes, sir. And you were vice chairman yes, of the budget committee. So I've got two of the people that were the most involved with, with the budget. And when I say involved, I'm not talking about well, they get a packet, look at it. Okay, we're good to go. I was at five or six budget committee meetings with y'all, and y'all were very hands-on and and was communicated and were transparent with everybody else, trying to get everybody educated, trying to because you have ten commissioners total. That's yes, correct. That's five it. on the budget committee, mm-hmm. and so half on the budget committee. So you have five that are not there that may not understand what's going on. Y'all did a really good job of, of getting out information and talking to those. So very hands-on commissioners in Van Buren County. They, they're they not one of those uh, a group of people that just show up to the meetings, open a packet that night, and vote yes or no. So I appreciate y'all's service to your county and what y'all do. Before we get into those budgets and, and operations for the last two fiscal years, I want the listeners to know y'all a little bit better because they may not know who Will Maxwell and Henry Siemens are, and, and they – they need to understand your background and why you wanted to serve for county commission in Van Buren County. How long have y'all been commissioners? Will, I'll start with you. Uh, this is my second term. We're about halfway through our second term, a little over halfway through second term. So um, about a little over six years. Um, I've been um, a firefighter in Van Buren County for a number of years, um, almost 19 years. I work full-time in fire service in Hamilton County as a firefighter. Um, I just felt I've been involved with 911 in the county. I've been on the 911 board for several, for many years in Van Buren County, and um, just something I, f- I felt like I could serve the citizens and uh, be more involved and have a voice on the commission for emergency services. And that's uh, you know I run into several commissioners throughout the state that are involved with emergency services and public safety, and that's what I hear from them. You know, they want to not they want to get their hands in there and and just change everything up and just do some backhanded stuff they want to actually help so um and i appreciate that henry what about you um i'm just a lifelong resident of van buren county uh and one of the reasons i'm in my second term as well sixth year um and the big reason i wanted to run was just i wanted to try to help make the county better yeah uh i work at bridgestone firestone in uh, warren county i've uh, been there 18 years uh, just a little background. Uh, my father was on the school board for eight years back in the 90s and early 2000s. Mother taught at the high school for 42 years. So, you know, my family's roots run very deep in Van Buren County. Sure. And so, you know, I was not one of those that, you know, it seemed like a lot of the people I graduated high school with, a lot of them moved away and I wanted right. to stay. So yeah. I want to try to help make the county a better place. Well, Van Buren, I've always said, and I've got a, I was actually talking to a friend yesterday. My 13 county territory is beautiful. Landscape's mm-hmm. beautiful. There's not a, there's not a county in my area. I don't think that's just dreadful to go to and visit. Van Buren's beautiful. 
the uh, the your blessing is one of your curses is where the fall creek fall state park is a blessing because it's beautiful it's something y'all can enjoy it brings in some revenue but it also is a curse because it takes up a lot of your tax base yes it does. you know you, you don't have you have land in Van Buren to develop, but that land is not ever going to be developed. It's based on the park. So, and we're going to talk about the inn and all that stuff later on. But Fall Creek Falls is is home Van Buren County's home. I know it stretches out into what the Bledsoe a little bit, but mm-hmm. y'all, I know y'all have most of it. But yeah, it's a beautiful county, just not a lot there. Um, the four lane I think's helped that some, and I think I was on part of the task force a couple years ago to meet with like ECD and the development district about uh, it was asset based planning to what could Van Buren use grant money from the state for to to help tourism and you know maybe getting another fast food restaurant might help we talked about a lot of stuff so I think Van Buren's beautiful it's a great place to be I love it it's just not a lot going on right there so that kind of gets into what we're going to talk about with with the tax increases and everything um we have a lot in common, us three. We started, all three started in 14 with the county commission. We've been on since. We're budget committee members and chairmen. So we, and we, we've talked a lot. And I kind of want to get into how I got involved. Of course, I work with Van Buren County, but, and I've talked to y'all some in the past, but not nowhere near like we've talked the last six months. I got a phone call in uh, April, I guess it was. And by the comptroller's office, and they're like, "Hey, we need your help in Van Buren." And I, you know, hadn't heard a word about budget stuff. I just hadn't got a phone call about struggles or financial struggles or anything. So I was surprised when they were talking to me. I was like, "Listen, I'm very in tune with my counties, but I don't have any idea what you're talking about." So they went into some detail, and I'll let y'all talk about it as well. But they went into detail about what was going on, and I'm like, "You know what? I'll do what I can." But as y'all know, and as I've said before, I'm not regulatory. I'm there to provide assistance when I'm asked to provide assistance. And y'all had not reached out because, really, Will, you didn't know how much I could help y'all with. You and I talked about that. Henry, I don't think you knew either. Mm-hmm. And so I made a phone call and kind of <clears> got, <throat> well, yeah, we'll call you. Not to y'all. Uh, and then I get a phone call about a week later from the sheriff's office. And they're confused on their budget and some stuff in it. So they asked me to come up and then asked me to stick around for that budget committee meeting. And I don't think you knew I was going to be there because when mm-hmm. I walked in, you're looking at me like, who? What is? Why are you here? <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to make Will mad. So you and I got to talk. But I was invited in by the sheriff's office. And I'm glad I was because that at that point in time, we formed a, a relationship to work on some stuff. My question for y'all, and this will roll over in the next segment, but my question for, for both of y'all is what – when did y'all realize y'all y'all were struggling financially? Uh, probably at the end of last, um, you know, you know, towards the end of the physical year. Um, well, actually, probably not the end, but towards the middle of the physical year, we started seeing we we were not bringing in the revenue we thought. Uh, we had several factors that played into that. That was our revenue struggles. Um, you know, we had built a new building. We had not had a full year in the building. Uh, that was our, you know, coming to close on the first full physical year operating the new building. We were, un, you know, unknown expenses there. Um, also, right in the same point in time was the first full physical year of closure of Fall Creek Falls, which definitely impacted our revenues, amongst other things. And, and it was a lot of um, first times for us that were unknowns, and it, it kind of impacted us all at once. Henry, you may have more to add. And it all that. seemed to come about, you know, because in March is when 
everybody was shutting things down. Right. And I think May was when we got the letter from uh, <clears throat> the comptroller's office. Yes. And uh, which, I mean, we, you know, our budgets have always been thin. We've always had to pinch pennies, you know, and uh, and that's kind of where we were at. Um, but yeah, May was really when we got that letter yeah. from the comptroller's office. May was when we probably realized, hey, we we may have some big issues here. Well, and and as both of you probably, uh, I was getting phone calls from the comptroller's office every day mm-hmm. about y'all. Oh, yeah. and, and what? And it wasn't phone calls about. You know, they wasn't calling me saying how awful you were or how ridiculous this was. They were calling me to try to figure out the best way to help you. And really, I told them after meeting with y'all a few times that y'all are going to get through this if they will listen to certain people and they that you'll move forward. But it's going to take some time. And I told them Rome wasn't built in a day because they had their they had their benchmarks they wanted you to meet. Yeah. And I was hoping it would be let's meet those benchmarks in a couple years or three years. And it would, with them more likely it was like no we're going to meet those benchmarks as quick as possible. That's, that was kind of the expectation we had too. Yeah, that's what I was kind of hoping is that they would let us because you know the state didn't send this money into all the counties to help them. You know once everything shut down because of COVID that they could just use this money to balance their budget. And I was hoping they would let us use it to get through this year and let us see next year mm-hmm. when things might open up. But, you know, that wasn't the case. Uh, I think once that line of communication with the comptroller's office was open, because I felt like they didn't. I mean, when did they reach out to you? June, I think, yeah. was when they finally reached out to one of the commissioners. I think once we, once we got that line of communications, things started running a little smooth. But right. there's a lot of confusion at the beginning, I feel. Yeah, and I, like I said, I was confused. I was taken <laughs> aback by by the situation y'all were in because I knew y'all had raised taxes thirty eight cents mm-hmm. the year before, and 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 had been a little bit of that process, but not much. Just phone conversations. I never were, was at a commission meeting or budget committee meeting the year before to talk about it, but I I knew y'all had raised taxes, and I thought, how in the world are they struggling financially with raising taxes thirty eight cents? And then we start meeting. We're wrapping up the first segment. We're going to continue to talk about the budget uh, that was passed this year and the tax increase. And again, I've I've got these gentlemen on not to not to make them feel bad or look bad. They're, we're here to inform our listeners about what happened in Van Buren because they're two of the big reasons why the Van, the Van Buren County is moving forward now and trying to get through all the hard times in the last couple of years. So you're listening to trending. This has been Rogers. I'll be back with Will Maxwell and Henry Siemens from Van Buren County Commission. Welcome back to Trending. This has been Rogers. I continue to visit with Will Maxwell and Henry Siemens from Van Buren County. They are budget county, uh, budget com- uh, committee members and county commissioners, and Will's actually served as chair, and, and Henry served as vice chair this past year. We were talking about getting into some of the early discussions with the comptroller's office and, and where y'all realized the fin- financials were not in the best shape and the budget was going to be adjusted. The, well, what a lot of people – may not realize with county commission and of course i've worked with my job for 15 years and worked with county commissioners but i don't always get to talk to all the commissioners because they don't always call me or don't even really know what i can do to help them and there's that's not really anybody's fault we put stuff out there through emails and i go to meetings but still sometimes it don't register to a commissioner that i can help them they think maybe i'm I'm only there to help maybe the mayor or the county clerk or the highway superintendent i'm there to help everybody it Six years in, how do y'all feel about where you are at as a commission? Do you feel like you you know now 
what a commission commissioner does or how how's that process been for you uh i think it's been a little bit difficult um i I feel like we've just now got to the point where i feel comfortable with the budget i know um what go you know what line items go where what they serve uh there was many things and i feel like it took six years uh, up until this point uh and, and and by no means the am i expert on the budget and don't don't take that in that light but um you know, it took a lot of time to figure out how things work. Uh, you know, we weren't aware of maintenance of efforts in de- different departments. There's several departments that have maintenance of effort where you cannot decrease those funds, those line items. Uh, we weren't aware of that. And it's just little things like that that takes time to grasp in order to put that budget together. And I, and I feel like that's an important thing that, you know, as commissions change and roll over um, over a period of time, those things are lost and um, – it takes a long time to gain that knowledge back. Yeah, and I'm so I've done individual. We've talked about this. I've done individual budget classes for counties. I've went to counties at night and done a two to three hour budget class. And originally, before it was more of an overall about the budget. Now I'm developing one that's really specific. And part of the reason I'm doing it is because of y'all. And I'm going to brag on you again. You do know a lot about the budget, y'all. When when I'm sitting in the budget committee meeting and you've got your spread, it's your spreadsheet. It's not anybody else's. Y'all worked on this spreadsheet and you've got all you got the budget laid out. And I'm looking there like, wow, these guys are not typical budget committee members where they don't really do a lot until the budget's consolidated and handed to, handed to them from the finance office or the mayor's office and said, here's your proposed budget. Start voting. Basically, and, and a lot of counties work that way. I've tried to encourage commissioners to be more involved with the budget process. Ask questions. Ask what this revenue is. Ask what revenue sharing from TVA is. Ask what all the fines that the, the clerk and master or the circuit court clerk collect, what does it go to? What are the fines that the jail and the sheriff's office collect? What does it go to? Commissioners don't know the answers to those questions. A lot of them don't. So we're at CTAS developing some specific training to help with that. Um and it's like you said, it's, it took a while to maybe understand that. And I'm still learning. I know I do this every day, but I'm still learning as a commissioner because it, I don't know everything. Um, there'll be a revenue line item that shows up, and I'm like, what, what is this? I've never even asked about this. So that's what we're trying to focus on. But it's to me, it's imperative that commissioners know what funds their budget because what's the, what's the thing they only think about funds their budget? Property, Property tax, yeah. And they're like, oh, that's the only thing we can change. And technically, it is the only thing you can change without a petition or whatever. But there are so much other revenues coming into the county. And it's, it could be based on TCA. It could be based on the, the constitutional offices and the fees they charge. There's you know there's litigation taxes that get charged in court that can go up to help offset the general citizen's judge's salary. That's a restricted amount. Some counties don't know that. They don't do that. Um, but there's so many things. I just want these commissioners to be educated. So I'm glad you brought that up because – it does take years. Like I know some people are so um, passionate about term limits. I'm not sure where I stand because I'm not sure eight years is enough for a county commissioner to be effective. And that's just my opinion, but I'm not sure you I could agree with that. Yeah. I'm not sure you can understand in eight years what you need to know as a county commissioner to help your county. Anyway, I'm glad we talked about that some. And so let's talk about that. What, what made, Will? what, what made you take on the task of putting that budget into a spreadsheet and going line by line item? What, um, what, what caused that? We started out with one years ago uh, when I first came on the commission. We um, 
a spreadsheet was introduced, and I guess it kind of fell in my lap. I had a laptop computer and was able to project it to where we could see it and make real-time changes, though. You know, when we first started out, we were making an adjustment in the budget. We'd say, you know, we're going to change this. Well, we had to wait to the next meeting to get a new print off from the computer. Uh, and, and having that spreadsheet right in front of us, we could make that adjustment real-time, uh, and we could continue to work in that section immediately, where uh, in the past we would have to wait, get a new print off from the from the county computer system, yeah. uh, you know, and come back another night, and it was just terribly time-consuming right. to produce a budget. So we set this spreadsheet up to get, um, you know, put a lot of things together, set that spreadsheet up, um, and we made errors, and it just took time to work them out. We're still making errors. I mean, we found something in the budget after it was approved where we, um, you know, we had omitted something that, that is very important, actually, with the health department. And it's got to be added back, and it was just an oversight. Yeah. Well, and that happens. I mean, a lot of counties will approve a budget, and maybe a department head forgot to send something in, and they'll go back and amend the budget. But, I, I again, I'm just saying y'all are as hands-on as budget committee members I've ever seen. And I've worked with 13 counties and 13 budget committees at some point in time, and y'all are as hands-on. And I think that's great because if you you two are educated, mm-hmm. then you're going to educate the other commissioners, and especially the budget committee, and they're going to, be, they're going to know about – you know, how this is going, where are we looking at for revenue, what's the expenses expenses going up. So let's get back to budget last year. Y'all had a thirty eight cent property tax increase. What did that not when I say last year, fiscal year two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty, the one that just ended in June, uh, what did that thirty eight cents fund? It uh funded the uh pay raises for uh, our county employees, which would be your deputies, the jailers, um What's some of the EMS? EMS, that was a big one. Uh, Just try to get us competitive in keeping some of those employees because we would lose them to surrounding counties. Now, by no means are we paying them what, you know, White County, Warren County make, but we just wanted to try to get close enough that it might entice them to stay. Right. And and I think it has worked. Yeah, we we were having a major problem with employees. I mean, if you think about – our public safety folks, EMS, uh, law enforcement, and uh, corrections officers, they take training. Um, it takes a lot of training on our behalf to get them to the point they need to be. And we were losing those to other counties at an alarming rate, and uh, we had to do something to correct that problem. It had been many years um, since our county employees had had a raise of any significance other than a minor cost of living adjustment. This was the first competitive salary adjustment there had been um and we were not able to determine how long it had been. It had been so long that no one knew. So, I was going to ask you how long it had been because I, I, I think I remember it had been several years. Yeah, we had had a couple of uh, small increment raises as far as for cost of living, a couple percent. But it was the first time we had had that anybody could recall or, or find the date of a major uh, adjustment for competitive pay. And I, I'm glad you mentioned employees trying to keep them because – a lot of times, a county, especially a small county like Van Buren or Cannon or Clay, Jackson, several that I have, will, will hire uh, a young man or woman to come work the sheriff's office. They don't have any training, so the sheriff's office will fund their post-certified training. Uh, Peace officer standards training is what it's called. And so they get certified through this, I don't know if it's 12 weeks or what it is now. It's several weeks. they like got to go. 16 or 18. Maybe 16 or 18. So they, the county spends this money to get an individual trained, sends them to to the, the law enforcement uh, agents or academy in Nashville. Now I think there's one in Knoxville as well that they can get trained. So that costs the county money. 
and the person's getting paid. And so they're they're not working law enforcement in the county because they're getting trained. <clears throat> so that's a cost. Well, they may come back and they're certified and they start working in Van Buren County, let's say, for a year. And then they go find another job in another county or go with the city. And then you start all over again. And that was what was happening. And y'all decided, okay, the only way we can keep our people here is to give them more money. And, and you think that's helped? Oh, well, yeah. Our turnover, especially with ambulance service. EMS, it's helped tremendously. We've... Um, you know, we were in the same boat there, sending people to EMT school, paramedic school. Yeah. Uh, as soon as they would get, you know, certified, get their license, they would be in another county um, for more pay. And um, to a degree, I think it's helped. Uh, it's still a work in progress. I mean, I, but I think we're better off than we were. Yeah, and I, th- I think a lot – and, of course, one of my biggest criticisms I get from my constituents is I'm pro-employee. I'm pro-county employee. And, and, and I'm not extensive to where they should get – tons of money to raise every year but you know especially public safety people they're out there on the front lines you know even the people working in the offices they're, they're up there at the front desk taking in money you, you encounter a, an angry uh, citizen and they you just don't ever know so i'm all about trying to give some kind of benefit whether it's pay for their insurance increase medical insurance increase one year give them a cost of living raise every year give them a, a higher raise i'm all about that so some county mayors don't like calling me on my opinion on giving personnel raises because I'm like, yeah, I think you should do it. I'm I'm same situation. Yeah. I feel the same way. We just uh, just talking about the most recent budget. I, I feel like Henry and I kind of went to bat for the county employees. Some of the county employees, you know, that was on the table. One of the things we could have cut some county employees, and I felt like we did. We would not realize the impacts on cutting those employees, and we don't know the impact that that would have made. And um. It was our job to go to the county commission and justify those things to preserve our employees. And we'll talk about that next segment, if you don't care, because yes. I was there in the middle of those discussions about cutting out employees, and, and there's not a lot of employees to cut out in Van no. County. So no. when we return, we'll talk about that. You're listening to Trending. This is Ben Rogers. I'll return with Will Maxwell and Henry Siemens from Van Buren County in just a moment. Welcome back to Training. This has been Rogers. I continue with Van Buren County Commissioners Will Maxwell and Henry Siemens. We were discussing, uh, Will, you just brought up employees of the county and, and the raises. The Two years ago, the budget had a property tax increase to provide raises for employees. So that would entice them maybe to stay in Van Buren County and work because y'all had a lot of turnover because the pay may not be as high. You're spending money to train them for, for EMS, for the sheriff's office, spending money to get them trained, and then they might leave and go to another county or even go to a city. The amount of employees and uh, employees that work in Van Buren County is not a high amount. So one of the things when when you start working on the budget and you have to cut or you raise taxes, because when, when you're struggling, you got three choices, basically. You you raise taxes, you cut expenditures, or you eat fund balance. That's to, to operate, that's your three choices if you're struggling. And so, uh, we, of course, we talked about that. And then some of the commissioners are like, well, we just need to start cutting employees. And I'm, I'm, I've been working there 13 or 15 years. I know there's not many employees to cut. I'm sitting there thinking, well, you can't cut sheriff's office employees because there's maintenance of effort on that. So that, that includes deputies and correction officers. So you can't cut those. Then you go to EMS. You don't have many there to work. Then you go to the other county offices, and this is what you have. You have two full-time in the mayor's office. Correct. Yep. And then one of them's basically the finance director, and the other one's uh, purchasing. Purchasing. Then you go to the trustee's office, has one full-time. County clerk has one full-time employee. The assessor has two part-time, which equals a full-time. The registered deeds is by herself. Correct. No employees. 
the circuit court clerk and clerk and master share an employee? No, just the circuit clerk has one. Clerk and master does not have one. Okay, it. so circuit court clerk has a full-time employee. Clerk and master does not. So you've got two officials that don't even have employees. Correct. So you don't have a you don't have a lot of <laughs> room to cut personnel, and I believe in the, if I is either in the budget committee meeting or the commission meeting, y'all pass the budget because I was at that one as well. Somebody said, "Well, you know, if 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 y'all not gonna pass this, we're prepared to make a mo- maybe as you tell me, I'm prepared to make a motion to cut the employees out." And I'm like, "Oh wow!" But it didn't come to that. No. But that was the next step. That and was, that was only, the, yeah, that yeah. was all we had. Really, that's the only step. Yeah, what was that going to save? Uh, it was like seventy. No, um, it's a hundred. Was it a hundred? Less than one hundred and fifty. I think. Yeah, it was less like, than one hundred and fifty. And then you got to look at it. Okay, so you cut those out to save the one hundred and fifty, or less than one hundred and fifty. But what would that do to those offices? Because right. it's going to affect them. Oh yeah. Because those office holders, I mean, they're going to, you know, they're going to go on vacations. Sure. They're going to get sick and not be able to come in, and that office is going to be closed. Yeah. And if that office is closed, then we're not bringing in revenue that that office might generate that's right i, mean, I think it would have affected five mm-hmm. to, six total employees five of those uh with a two positions being part-time it would have been five full-time positions right so it's not like there's an overabundance of people working in van Buren county that you can that are dispensable and i hate to say that but there's not you know there's very mm-hmm. few employees there so when you when you got you realize you really couldn't cut personnel where did you start cutting where did in, in your mind where, where was the next place to go uh, we looked very hard at solid waste. We did do some cuts there. We cut back some county maintenance positions, um, and, and that's really it. We cut everything that was possible. Um, uh, we did cut a few, like I said, few positions in county maintenance that were mostly part-time positions and also in solid waste. But, you know, there, there's nowhere else to, to go. We um, we didn't have another option but to raise revenue. Yeah, and I think once – we, because our meetings, the budget committee meetings, I was in attendance to several, and we would have the comptroller's office in over the phone, which was kind of weird for me. Here we are meeting in person, and the comptroller's office is this little voice, and the whenever they want to speak, they're just coming in through the phone, and you forget about them being there. But I think they finally realized that y'all had cut about everything you could cut. And so they were saying, all right, you're going to have to increase revenue. So you start talking about tax increase. What is the penny value in Van Buren County? Uh, it's... Twelve five, I think, is an yeah. average about twelve five after uh, delinquent. Yeah, so twelve thousand five hundred dollars is not a lot of money for one penny on the tax rate, and compared to let's just you know we can compare it to where we're sitting in Putnam County right now, it's almost one hundred seventy thousand dollars. You know, and you go to Clay County's right around thirteen, and and Jackson County's higher, I think, around uh, eighteen. But twelve thousand twelve thousand five hundred is just not a lot of money. So. That's why you see forty five cents instead of maybe ten cents because ten cents is only going to get you one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Well, you had to go to forty five cents because you needed around four five hundred fifty thousand. I think is what the comptroller mm-hmm. said, and so that's you 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 get in discussions and uh, what were those meetings like in budget committee about raising taxes? Did you have a lot of pushback? Well, I mean, you always do when you talk about raising taxes, and especially if you've done it the year before, yeah. you know. Uh, but I mean, it's, that's where we were at. We had to raise revenue. We cut all that we could. And now we're to the point of having to raise revenue. And the only source, the, the, well, not the only source, but property tax is the, the major source of revenue for our county. Right. 
that's where we have to go to get it. And that's yeah. the only one the commission can control. Yep. So y'all got you were talking about property tax increases, and you and there were some you know like you said some doubts and from some commission publicly, we're not going to do that. Well, the comptroller is asking, what's the commission saying? Well, they're they're not for it. Well, guess what the comptroller does? They show up to a budget committee meeting one night, and they bring uh, Deputy Comptroller Jason Mumpower and brought uh, Betsy Knotts, who's over local finance. I've had her on this show, and she gave us a lot of good information. She was really good. And they brought three or four other staff, and they brought some people from audit. So, you know, here we are during COVID-19, um, supposed to be socially distanced and, and not have a lot of people. And, and y'all worked it out because there was two rooms, a conference room and a lobby that we were all kind of in, separated but it's very rare. I bring it up to say this. It's very rare for the comptroller's office to show up to a committee meeting or a commission meeting. So that's how serious this was. And they took they took it serious. And of course, Jason Mumpower did a uh, had a presentation or just talked to y'all. And I know a couple of commissioners were not happy with what he said. But what he said was based on based on law. It was clear and concise. And he didn't threaten y'all. I don't think. But he did say that if this if something don't happen, we're going to come in and and take over your finances. We all don't want that to happen. No. No. Your county commissioners, you've been elected, and we talked about this. We had a heart-to-heart. It may have been in my office one day. You're elected to do a job as a county commissioner. Well, you're going to have to do that job. And so, and, and so the you know, they left, and, and eventually a few weeks later, y'all finally get a budget passed. 45-cent tax increase for fiscal year 2021. What did that 45 cents go to? Um, pretty much to the general fund uh, t- to offset some expenses we had had that built up over time. Um, you know, we added positions. We doubled the amount of positions in the in the jail, in, in the corrections office, as well as the food service in the jail. We doubled those when we moved in the new facility, and we had not raised any revenue to cover those expenses. Also, we had 10 years' worth of uh, salaries from um, increased salaries for our elected officials. Uh, we had not covered any expenses for those. So those are some of the things that started adding up that we did not realize. Um, you know, we did not have revenue to offset. Which those, those pay raises for the elected officials, those are mandated by the state. Yep, we correct. have, you know, no control over it. But, yeah, nope. it amounted to like $173,000 yeah. over 10 years yeah. for all those Elected officials, and that's are, several pennies. That's if, a lot if your of pennies. penny value is from nine eight thousand to twelve thousand over ten years. That's several pennies on the tax rate. So you have unfunded mandates, uh, basically from the state with with elected officials' salary increases that you got to fund. Mm-hmm. Now let's get caught up on why there's a new building, and because I don't know if we've talked about that before on on air, but was it 2016 January or was it? 15. Uh, I don't remember the exact date. Yeah, it was January. Like, it was in January. It was about six below zero. I yes, was, it was. I spent about 20 hours there. Yeah, yeah and I remember seeing That's the first time I think, Will, you and I had met. Probably. Um, what happened, folks, was uh, the administrative building caught on fire overnight. And I got a phone call from, from Mayor Greg Wilson and said, hey, it's one thirty in the morning. And I actually did not hear my phone ring. Or actually, it was on silent. So I get up to... to uh, relieve my bladder and look at my phone and there's a missed call from greg wilson like what in the why does he call me at 1 30 in the morning something's wrong so i called him back and this is probably an hour later so mayor what's going on he said well our building's burning to the ground i need your help <laughs> yes sir let me get my clothes on it was i think it was minus one at my house at, at that time 
and uh, bundled up because I didn't know what I was facing. I didn't know if we were working outside, if we had somewhere to go, whatever. So got up there, and of course you're you're covered up in smoke and everything else. It's freezing cold. That tree out in the front was iced over from water. Um, so long story short, y'all lost the administrative building completely. Complete loss. I total mean, loss. A total loss. It's gone. And so that's why you have a new building. Of course, insurance money helped pay for some of that new building through the fire, but y'all basically combined all the offices, except for the highway department and the schools, into one building. And I think that's good to consolidate in one area because it makes it easier on your citizens. But you have the sheriff's office and the jail. You have all the court system. You have all the elected officials there besides, like I said, the highway department. And then you have the new commission room, which was good because y'all used to meet in – um, the old fair building. Yeah, fair building. I was yep. about to say, y'all used to meet and couldn't get it out, but you used to meet in the fair building. So that's why you have a new building. And it ended up costing $8 million, is that right? I think it's about 11, 11? Yeah, okay. It was all said and done for both sections. Okay, so $11 million. You, like I said, you had some insurance reimbursement there. But that's why you have a new building. And I will say, it's beautiful. Guys, I mean, it's. I think it's something you should be proud of. I know it's cost money. But when you drive down 111, if you're going towards Chattanooga, you look over and you're like, wow, this county's got an amazing administrative building because a lot of my counties don't look like that. You know, I've still got counties that have a jail in a house. Clay County's jail is in a house. Um, That's basically what our old jail was. And, yeah. and see, that was something. I mean, it was a necessity. We sure. were we were looking at having to build a new jail. Yeah. And it, yeah, you had already so, been talking about yes, it. Yes, we had already been talking about it. And, and you know, that was something that probably should have been done 30 years ago. Right. Our, our old jail that they moved out of was certified for 19 inmates. I think uh, when we moved out, there was 43 yes. to 48 inmates, something like that. So we're very overcrowded. We're The uh, fire marshal's office were there all the time uh, threatening us to shut that place down. We did not have a choice. It was, And we had to build a facility that would last us for um multiple years yeah. uh, you know we we looked when we were looking at this we wanted a building that lasts us 50 60 70 years sure. so that, that's why yep. the building is like that but it's beautiful and we'll talk a little bit more about that in this last segment coming up you're listening to trending we'll be back in just a moment welcome back to the last segment of trending i continue to visit with will maxwell and henry siemens from van buren county budget committee and commission again will's the chair of the budget committee and henry's the vice chair have been very instrumental in the budget work that they do and as i i just want to say it again most counties i work with i don't see budget committee members that involved with preparing the budget and i think it's good that y'all are hands-on and informative and you're also leading the charge to get a a budget passed every year uh, and you're working hand in hand with the mayor's office. You have to because the, all the financial information is coming through the trustee and the and the mayor's office. So y'all are always communicating. Um, we talked about the new building and why you have a new building based on the fire back a few years ago. So you have a brand new building. It it is a debt that y'all incurred because the insurance didn't pay for all of it. But it's a it's a wonderful building. It's uh, the commission room is great. Uh, y'all are able to socially distance in there as we saw back in the budget meeting and. So you passed a tax increase of 45 cents. Most of it went to the general fund to, to provide operations to get you out of a hole that you're in because the last couple of years revenue wasn't where it's supposed to be. One of the big revenue drivers for you is Fall Creek Falls. Uh, that's creating hotel motel tax. It's creating sales tax. And, of course, it's helping the highway department with gasoline motor fuel tax because people were stopping, stopping in and getting gas. The one thing some people may not know, if you visit Fall Creek Falls, you know this, but one thing you may not know is that the Fall Creek Falls Inn, or the lodge, has been demolished because they're going to build a new one. 
But that thing has been on the ground for what? How long now? Since what? 2018 is yep. when they, they, it seemed like it was overnight, yeah. closed it and we're tearing it down overnight, which they're in the process of building the new one. Yeah, they're, they're over 50% completion. They're expected okay. to be done by August of, of next year of 21. So okay. hopefully we'll be operating and see some of that revenue within a year. Within yeah, a year. And, and I'm glad you said that because you're – you and I, I know uh, Mayor Wilson and I talk because he's like, well, what are we going to do about revenue? I said, well, you probably need to talk to your legislators about finding some kind of uh, – some revenue supplant what you're missing out because you're missing out on – over two hundred something thousand dollars, wasn't it? That mm-hmm. that that was bringing into the county through sales tax and hotel motel tax, and so they decided, okay, we're going to give you a, a, some money every year to make up for that. I'm not sure it completely does, but it's something. Supplements, yeah, it's right. something. Uh, it supplements some, but as soon as that end opens it back up, I think you're going to see that thing is going to be full for years because we people hope. miss. Well, people <laughs> have missed coming there and staying. I've stayed in a cabin there, and I've stayed in the inn as well for work. We've had a conference there, and I, it's you know it's wonderful. Fall Creek Falls is wonderful, but you got state money coming in. Uh, you've missed out on some money from Fall Creek Falls being the inn being shut down, but you they try to supplement that. The state does, and then this year the governor had some grant money lined up to give to counties before COVID hit. And the comptroller's requirement for that money was what? Basically, for to to offset our fund balance or to give us um, fund balance to carry through, um, so we didn't have to have a tax anticipation loan. It would, uh, you know, we would put all that in fund balance and, and live off of it between tax time. Yeah, and it's six hundred eighty-three thousand dollars. I think y'all got. In the yep. of that, yeah. So to stop y'all from having a tax anticipation from July to November, basically, they said you can use that, but. And there's a big but, capital B-U-T in that. You, the county was supposed to raise taxes enough so that money would be right back in the fund balance. Yep. So it's like it's like the, the state gave it to you and basically don't spend it. Yeah. Keep that's it pretty bad. That's, Savings that's, account. Or yeah. That's and, pretty much what they told us. So you can't you're, spend it. you're restricted on that money where others, other counties were able to use it for whatever. Uh, so, but, so you have that money. Then you have, is it $200,000 of states giving you for Fall Creek Falls? Yes. Uh, the schools, did y'all decide on if uh, – We hadn't at this time. Uh, okay. We got to look in and, and see where we're at. In Van Buren County, our good months are, what is it, November and February. Right. That's when our property tax revenue really comes rolling in. And uh, we're going to look at it and maybe be able to give the school their, you know, part of it December, March, maybe. Okay. Hopefully we can. I mean, right. they need it too. Yeah, I mean, sure. they – they need it too. Sure. And so, of course, we got to, y'all work with the director of schools a lot, and I got to work with her some more through this too. So, you got the ta- the budget passed, the tax increases in place. Uh, will tax. Did y'all, did y'all approve to put a will tax on the referendum? That's correct. We did. And that's coming up in November? Yep. So, in November, uh, if you're in Van Buren County listening, you will have the opportunity to vote on a will tax. And I, I, that will tax is going to go fund what? Fifty percent of it will go to the schools, and fifty percent will go to the general fund of the county. And I, is and, where it's going. And I will speak for y'all, but the idea I think is if that if that gets approved, maybe in a couple of years y'all can reduce the property taxes. Is yeah. that something that's been out there? It, you could. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't sit here and say, right. "Oh, we will lower property taxes," because you don't know. Yeah, and know? that's what I preach to people because they're like, and I told y'all that don't 
Now, could don't it advertise. It's a dangerous yes, kid situation. It, could it prevent a property tax increase? Another one? Yes. Absolutely. It yeah. could. Because uh, I remember telling y'all, don't advertise this. We're going to cut your property taxes in two years because you can't commit to that a year out anyway. So correct. in November, there's a chance to vote on the wheel tax. How has the um, the transparency and the information been since all this has happened? I know it's kind of brought y'all closer together as a commission and, and with department heads. Are y'all getting weekly reports now on kind of where cash flow is? Yeah. Uh, Jessica Grissom, our financial director, will uh, send us every Friday a weekly cash flow email, which has been a tremendous help. I mean, you know, it, I mean, you can really see it in real time. If we see something that may become an issue, we can uh, – address it before that happens so right now this is the well it's october 2nd uh and so property taxes will be start being coming in this month you mm-hmm. hope has there been anything financially dramatic since y'all passed the budget to now or has everything kind of been as expected with spending and stuff We've pretty much had some normal operating expenditure so far um and I might add one another thing to Henry's comment. We we are also getting we used to get a financial report at our uh, quarterly commission quarterly at our commission meetings, and we've requested that we get those monthly now, mm-hmm. uh, so we can have a better um, handle on that. We can see uh, the expenditures more uh, real time. Yeah, and I think that's I've always encouraged my counties to do that monthly because general all counties like y'all are in only requires it every quarter yeah uh if you're a centralized county through through 1981 act or 1957 then that that says you can get them every month or should get them every month i just think it's good to have it i mean it's just i good totally agree transparency and communication um so where do you go from here i mean you you've you've done as a commission what you think you need to do where do you go from here the next few years we've got to definitely watch our spending um we got we got to be very careful with expenditures uh, and stay within our budget. Um, obviously, there's always going to be uh, things that come up that we have to deal with. Emergencies do happen, and we have to deal with those. But we've got to be very cautious in our budget and and also look at additional revenue sources. We've hired a um, company to look at our um, taxes, anything any of our revenues to to make ensure that we're collecting the most we can. Yeah, and I think I was involved in that, and this company's. They they do a really good job, and what they do is they they do situs based audits to see if the businesses in the county are paying the sales tax to the county, or is it going somewhere else? I mean, I've seen I've seen this company find that uh, a a business out in some county is going to another county sales tax, mm-hmm. and that's crazy. You said, how does that happen? Well, there's just sometimes administrative mistakes on that, and where money's getting sent to, and it might go to another county. So I think that's a good idea. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't basically. cost anything. They're funded off of what they find for one year. Yeah. Um, so y- y'all obviously, like you said, going to going to be looking at it closely. Do y'all have any plans for capital projects? I know money's been tight, but is there any grant money coming in to help y'all with some capital projects coming up, or is that kind of on the uh, we don't really have any capital projects. We're wrap, wrapping up a CDBG grant to uh, that was helping with the fire department, some equipment. So we're in the final phases of that, making the final purchases on that actually today. Um, and But as far as capital projects building anything, we don't really have anything. We're exploring an idea with some solid waste uh, for garbage pickup, but um, it's definitely just in the beginning phases. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Well, guys, I appreciate y'all being here. I know y'all both work full-time jobs and, and coming in to see me and, and visiting with me uh, to record and letting people know kind of what's going on in Van Buren and 
uh, I know that people would call me and say, what's going on Van Buren County? Well, they're, they're struggling, but they're getting through it. And yeah. I appreciate y'all's service to the county. I appreciate our relationship. I've enjoyed, despite the reason we've worked together, <laughs> I have yes. enjoyed the working with y'all. And I look forward to working with y'all a lot longer and trying to help y'all and get a good training. And speaking of the training that, that I'm going to do, I want y'all to be involved in that. I want y'all to be a part of that. So I think it's only helps. You've been listening to Trending. I hope everybody has a good weekend. Uh, I got one reminder, as always, uh, just just be kind to one another. Uh, we're, we're still struggling with some tough times, but I want y'all to be good to each other. And if, we, if we're good to each other, we'll get through this. I want to thank my produ- producer, Will, uh, for helping me out here and making me sound good and making these guys sound good. So hope y'all have a good weekend, and we'll see you next week.